0: this episode is brought to you by the Psalm 1 Inductive Bible Studies. Hey, these are a great way to test out the waters and try out this Bible study method with your kids without having a huge commitment. We have Little Fish's Bible Study of Psalm 1, which is for kids in grades kindergarten through fourth grade. And then we have a self-study workbook and a video lesson for kids in grades five through 12. So definitely check these out. I will link to them into the show notes at 41more.com. 70. Welcome to episode number 70, why Charlotte Mason would love the inductive Bible study method. For the last Two previous episodes, we've talked about teaching Bible in your homeschool and also how to help your kids be active learners and why the inductive Bible study method really supports that active learning posture. Today, I thought it would be fun to talk about why Charlotte Mason would love this method because if you are at all familiar with the Charlotte Mason inspired homeschool and you're looking for less of a workbook based, less of a factually uh, busy, work-driven Bible curriculum, then I think the inductive Bible study method might be a great fit for you. So I'm going to talk about three reasons I thought of, of why it would fit nicely with the Charlotte Mason method. And even if you're not using a Charlotte Mason method in your homeschool, I think these reasons would be also important to you when looking for a really solid uh, Bible curriculum full of depth. So that's what I think inductive Bible studies bring to the table. Let's jump into the three reasons why. Okay, the first thing I thought of when I thought of Charlotte Mason she's really super strict about using living books. Charlotte Mason was an educator in about a hundred years ago in England, and she really. Really was kind of put into put down in writing how important it was for children to use living books she called them so really the way this would look is you don't have a science textbook no you read really interesting living books like you read books that a that a bird a person that loves birds and writes about birds you read their book about birds you don't read a dry science textbook about birds or to learn history you're going to read biographies and really interesting history books you 're not going to get a textbooks, right? So that's kind of Charlotte Mason's view on living books versus textbooks. Well, why in Bible, in the study of Bible in our homeschool, do we a lot of times just look for a Bible curriculum that's made for a classroom that has a workbook and a teacher's manual? And it's just very worksheet-based, and we take tests and quizzes, and it's just just like all the other subjects in that way. It becomes really dry, boring, factual, and maybe our kids aren't even opening up their Bibles very much. They're they're reading instead someone else's interpretation of the text and they're learning from what someone else says they need to take from this passage of Scripture— I would say that I think Charlotte Mason would agree that if you're going to study the Bible, you need to use the Bible. It's a living book. You don't need a textbook about it. Not to say that commentaries aren't helpful and that our older kids aren't going to actually learn to read those kind of resources. But even at the youngest ages, we can be teaching our children to open up the actual Bible, read the text and be able to understand it for themselves. And that's what the inductive Bible study, those are the kind of tools that that method gives to your kids. And I think it's a really great reason to consider switching your Bible curriculum in your homeschool over to an inductive Bible study method. And I have resources that I will link to in the show notes that will help you do just that. So that's point number one. I think The Charlotte Mason method really emphasizes living books, and what better way to do it with Bible in your homeschool than using the Bible as your textbook? The second thing I think of when I think of Charlotte Mason is her beautiful word twaddle. Isn't that an awesome word? She says we shouldn't be using twaddle, and I kind of think this is also in relation to the books we use, but I think of this also as like busy work. How many curriculums are it there that like your kid, the assignment for the day, I, oh, this always drove me crazy. So like your kid might be doing spelling curriculum and the assignment for the day is to do like a crossword puzzle of their spelling words. I don't know. This always just got to me. I was like, I feel like they just had to put that in there to use up a worksheet page. Right. Or, you know, just this busy work that, okay, if you're in a regular classroom The teachers actually rely on a lot of busy work for administration and to be able to, you know, help a whole classroom of 20 kids, you have to be able to sometimes give busy work, right? But in homeschool, you don't need busy work. It's such an efficient method and there's no reason to be wasting our children's time with stuff that's just so low level, it doesn't even make sense to call it education, right? So no twaddle. And in the inductive Bible study method, there isn't twaddle. You are in the text, you're marking it, you're observing it, you're interpreting it, you're summarizing it, you're applying it. Every single step of this method is needed, it's important, and it's not busy work. It's not wasted. Even your youngest kids in K through four Can learn to do the inductive Bible study method. They don't need to just have coloring pages about the Bible story and say, okay, we did Bible today. You can do coloring pages, but I think our kids deserve more and I think they can handle more. Sometimes we we tend to dumb down the subject of Bible. Isn't it funny? We expect them to learn these math things and science and history and English. We expect them to learn all the parts of speech and be able to diagram a sentence. But when it comes to Bible, we're like, oh, I think we're just going to read the story and you're going to color a picture. Like that's all you can handle. Why do we dumb it down for them? So I think Charlotte Mason would approve of the inductive Bible study method because as we talked about in our last episode, in case you missed it, check it out. Episode 69, we talked about how inductive Bible study supports active learning. And so I think by using the Bible as your living book and by not just filling your subject with busy work, it's... No twaddle, no twaddle allowed, according to Charlotte Mason. I think that's why the inductive method really fits well with a Charlotte Mason inspired style. All right, point number three, we also talked about in the last episode, but I'm going to mention it here because Charlotte Mason is known for using narration. So narration is simply having your children tell back what they learned. You can use this in every single subject, but I love that the inductive Bible study naturally incorporates narration. So if you are doing history, Charlotte Mason would say you would read this super interesting, even biography about a president, say, and then ask your kids what they learned. And they would tell you, all these amazing things they learned. Okay, I read about Abraham Lincoln and I learned about his childhood and this is what it was like to live back then. And you'd be surprised at how many details your children remember, not because they're doing a worksheet, not because they're reading a dry, boring textbook, but because they read a living book and then they're simply telling back what they naturally picked up because it was so interesting to them. And you don't need to test them or make them write a book report on on Abraham Lincoln, because you heard from their own mouth that they could put it into their own words and tell back the story of Abraham Lincoln growing up, right? And so that's a way we assess in a Charlotte Mason-inspired homeschool. We don't need a bunch of tests and quizzes every day. We naturally know if your kids can tell back what they learned, you know they learned it. If they're kind of like, um, I have no idea what I learned— Well, okay, maybe they didn't learn it and we need to fix that. But if they can tell back in any subject, they probably understood the content. So in an inductive Bible study method, once we observe and mark the text, we see the, the keywords, and then we interpret it, we go to interpretation, what does this mean? And we start to summarize it in our own words If your kids can do that, you know they can understand the Bible. Even young kids can do this, right? Sometimes narration starts... Um, by just doing it orally. We don't expect our first grader to write down a paragraph every time they learn something, but if they can do it orally, eventually you can write down that narration for them and then turn around and say, okay, copy this into your notebook. It becomes copy work and they're practicing writing out their narrations. Then by the time they get to fifth and sixth grade, if you've been doing that for five years, you can naturally say, okay, tell me out loud what what this passage said your child tells you And then you say, okay, write it down. Once they can get it out orally, it's much easier to write it down in, in writing. And this is where a lot of writer's block comes. You know, if you've never done narration all growing up and then you suddenly get to high school and you have to write a paper and you have a blank sheet in front of you and you have no idea what to say, a lot of this can be solved by gradually using narration in the younger years. And then by the time they get to high school, this is just a natural process where they, they, they talk through a, a thought out loud, and then they write it down, and they talk through it out loud, and they write it down. And so I think Charlotte Mason would approve of the inductive Bible study method because it naturally uses narration, which you could just call summary, right? Putting it in your own words. If you can put a passage of scripture in your own words, most likely you've understood it. So, if I have piqued your interest, even just a little bit, about trying the inductive Bible study method for yourself, I want you to check out our Psalm 1. Uh, Bible lessons. We have them for kids in K through four, which is just a gentle approach to the inductive method. Or we have a little bit deeper resources for grades five through 12. You can get our Little Fishes Bible study, which is for the younger grades. You can get it for free. I will put a coupon code in the show notes for you. And you can check out everything mentioned on today's podcast if you go to the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 70. Thanks for joining me. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.